Yo, what is going on, everyone? Before we get on for today's episode, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Elite Sports Locks on Instagram. They have some great, great content. They give some great picks, and they are a very trusting and reliable betting page. Once again, go check out Elite Sports Locks on Instagram. I 110% recommend it. Thanks, guys, and let's get on, let's get on with today's episode. All right, guys, what's going on? Back at you with another episode of Quarantine Football. Like always, I'm your co-host, Ryan, with you guys today on this lovely afternoon. Uh, Great to be here, like always, and always thankful for everyone listening and supporting us. Uh, Before we get into today's episode, if you haven't, make sure you follow us on Instagram at QF Podcast. We post great updates on there about the show and about NFL and college football, so make sure you follow us there. We're trying to hit 7K by the end of December, so make sure you go support, give us a follow, all we ask uh but going on in today's episode today we have a very special guest on the show my man nick anderson from the university of tulane playing at the linebacker position what's up nick how you doing today man i'm doing good man i'm doing good i can't complain Hey, definitely can't complain, man. I mean, you know, definitely being a high caliber player like yourself. And, you know, uh, talking about, uh, you know, on the topic of that, obviously, uh, you know, I was looking at the stats, man, you know, you're racking up the tackles, you know, leading that Tulane defense. I mean, how does it feel to be one of the, uh, you know, premier players on that defense, being able to uh, lead that team on and off the field? I mean, it's phenomenal to be at this institution. It's phenomenal to um, be playing at this level, uh, considering, you know, I did come from a junior college. So just being able to, you know, just have fun week in, week out with my teammates and, you know, being able to play alongside great players such as, you know, Cam Semple, Pat Johnson, Larry Brooks, Marvin Moody. It's just it's just great, man. It's just a wonderful feeling to be able to play college football at this level. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, Tulane, you know, very sought after university, always uh, up in the, uh, you know, conversation of one of the, uh, you know, best schools for football. Uh, you know, you mentioned your uh, your JUCO background. Uh, how do you do you think that uh, motivated you, you know, when you were playing JUCO to, you know, want to become better and want to make it to, uh, you know, sort of the uh, the big schools like uh, like Tulane that you're at now? Most definitely. Um, just coming from junior college, you have a different mindset to where, you know you got to work a little harder. You know you got, like, football becomes your business because, you know, once you go to the junior college, it's like that's your like that's your only stop. So you either do what you have to do to leave or you end up, your career is, is done there. So just, you know, knowing uh, that and going to junior college, uh, it humbled me and it made me to see the importance of how football really was to me and it made me work hard, even harder than I, you know, am doing prior to that. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Definitely agree with that. Uh, you know, when I think of junior colleges, I always think of uh, the show. I forget I forget what it's called. I'm sure I'm sure you know which show I'm talking about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I always think of that show. Uh, you know, I, I love everyone, you know, at the junior college level. You know, it's definitely, you know, incredible what you've been able to do, man. You know, uh, building your way up from that level and now being one of the uh, premier players for Tulane is definitely impressive. And, uh, you know, kind of uh, even going back even further to, uh, you know, your high school days, uh, what would you say, you know, how was uh, – your recruiting process sort of, you know, being having to go from playing high school to a junior college, did that uh, sort of affect your mindset uh, anyway there uh, as well? Um, most definitely um, in high school. Uh, I think my senior year, I finished um, one of the top linebackers in the state. Um, had had pretty good stats, but I never could get any solid offers due to my height. 
you know, um, as far as the linebacker position, I'm on the shorter end of it. So, you know, I decided uh, I had offers like FCS offers from, you know, Central Arkansas, a couple of SWAC offers. Um, but I just felt like I, I've always wanted, it's been my dream to play big time football, division, big time division one football. Nothing, knock, nothing, no knocks to those programs because those are phenomenal programs. But my dream has always been to play, you know, at the top, you know, level in the country. And uh, I just decided to go junior college route because I'm like, that's another opportunity for more people to see what I can do for me to play against, you know, pretty good athletes and, you know, see what happens. And I did that. I took a chance on myself. And, I mean, God blessed me to be able to be a Tulane. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. You know, being on that uh, big stage, definitely, you know, there's nothing else like it for sure. Uh, you know, kind of uh, traveling back in time even further to, you know, when you first started playing football. Uh, you know, one question that I like to, uh, you know, sort of ask in the very beginning of the episode, but, you know, kind of kind of glazed over that a little. So I want to definitely touch on it now is uh, why did you start playing football? And uh, more specifically, why your position? Um, I started playing football probably around – by third grade, by third grade, I started playing football. At the time, I was, I think I hit my growth spurt a little earlier. So at the time, I was, you know, bigger than everybody and, you know, had a little weight on me. So I played uh, the defensive line position and I played that up until middle school. And once I hit the little growth spurt that I had, uh, all that weight went off. So I ended up moving to running back, actually. Played a little bit of running back. Um, I, I, like, I like the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> I got to high school and they just moved me to linebacker and just being back on defense and being able to be physical, tough, uh, I just fell in love with it completely. And that's how I ended up playing linebacker. Yeah, you know, you mentioned the physicality of playing linebacker. Would you say that, you know, your your personal favorite part about, uh, you know, being able to, uh, you know, hit the guys, you know, just play the ball and be all over the field at linebacker? Most definitely. I feel like a linebacker is just a different mindset to be able to, not only, you know, be the quarterback of the defense and the mental aspect of it, but to just be physically dominating on the field, you know, being able to, you know, affect teams and the coverage scheme or, you know, being able to be in the box, stop and run, getting sacks. It's just, you know, it's one of the most versatile positions on the defense side of the ball. So I, I just love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, this year for Tulane, you know, you've been all over the field for them, racking up 73 solo tackles and uh, 28 uh, assist tackles and one and a half sacks. I mean, crazy stats for only your second year at Tulane. I mean, you know, what has been your mindset this season? Uh, you know, obviously with COVID being a very big thing and uh, affecting many teams around the country, what was uh, your mindset going into the season, you know, wanting to uh, improve and be a be even better player for Tulane? My main mindset for this season was, you know, with everything going on this year, life is too short to not take advantage of the opportunity opportunities that you're given. So my whole mindset this season been to just play every game like it's my last and just have fun each time I step on the field. And that's just try, something I try to, you know, uh, just do every time, every game. I just try to give them all because, I mean, you never know with everything going on this year. I mean, we didn't know that, you know, coronavirus was going to break out, that schools were going to be suspended um, in March of this year, and everything, people were going to be walking around with masks on day in, day out. And life is consistently changing. So, you know, just taking advantage of each opportunity that God blesses you with, and that, that's really my mindset week in, week out. 
Oh yeah, hundred percent agree with you there, man. I mean, you know, taking uh taking that opportunity, doing something with it, you know, especially during this hard time, definitely agree with you there. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, before the season started, uh, a lot of the uh, college football uh teams, you know, their seasons were up in question. Uh, did what were you doing, you know, during that period of time from I would say about like March to the start of the season, uh, to sort of you know prepare uh for the season, knowing that you know the season might not happen, which Obviously, it ended up happening, but you know, at the time when you it was sort of up in question, what did you do to prepare for that? So in Mar- I think it was March 13th, because um, we was actually having a very, very good uh, spring football um, here. Everybody looked good. We looked in tune. Uh, we had just you know finished uh, part time winter workouts, and we were coming off the Armed Forces Bowl win, so we was looking pretty good. And then everything just shut down, so. I went home like March 13th and I started working out with my trainer at home. And I mean, it never stopped, you know, because my mindset was, you know, I wanted to do big things this year. I I know it's my, you know, junior year and I'm trying to, you know, get drafted. So I knew I had to, you know, step it up this year. I had to get my name out there. And so that was just my mentality every day at home, just working, working, working. I mean, you know, you couldn't, and then at the time you couldn't do anything else but work. So like, you know, it was just, you know, let's, Go to the gym, get it in, go to the field, get it in, you know, twice a day, three times a day sometimes and, you know, just get right for the season because, you know, if we, because my mentality was if we're allowed to have a season, I want to be in my best shape for it. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. And it seems, you know, all of that ended up working out. You know, this season you've been stellar on the field. And, you know, Tulane's been great this year. Uh, what is your personal uh, favorite part about being able to play for Tulane? You know, is it the atmosphere, that your teammates? Uh, what is it in your opinion? Just the overall atmosphere and the culture that Coach Fritz has brought to the program. Um, coach Fritz is a phenomenal coach, and he has a phenomenal coaching staff. And just being able to – play for a team that's has a family setting to where, you know, in the locker room, you know, those guys are like your brothers is just phenomenal. You don't have that at a lot of places. So just being able to, you know, have fun with those guys, just all that that it really means to me. And then also the academic side of Tulane being a a top prestigious school is is a, is a blessing uh, along hand with that. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. 100% agree there. Uh, you know, is there anyone at Tulane that you uh, really enjoy playing with? Uh, you know, it could be a defensive player or it could be an offensive player. Um, Dorian Williams, that's like my right-hand man. He's uh, number 24. He plays linebacker beside me. Um, we came in around the same time. Uh, he came in as a freshman. I came in as a transfer. And, I mean, like, ever since our official, we just hit it off and became the best of friends. Um and every week in, week out, like, I've been having a good season, but he's been right beside me having a phenomenal season. So, you know, that's just a, that's just a blessing to happen with me and be able to come to college and play football and actually find somebody that, like, you can call your brother for life. And I'm really appreciative of him. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, one big part about uh, football is obviously the brotherhood. Uh, do you, Are you going to, you know, really, you know, obviously you're trying to get drafted, but once you're drafted, are you going to miss this brotherhood that you have at Tulane? I'm definitely going to miss it. You know, that's the one thing, crazy thing with college football is it's so many changes, but everything that you guys go through from the off-season workouts to practice um, in the hot sun during fall camp, it builds a bond. It makes y'all stick together. So, to, you know, to, to leave each other, you know, it hurts. But 
I just know here at Tulane, some of these guys, really all of my teammates, you know, are going to have impact in my life, and they're going to be people that I call my brothers for the rest of my life. Hey, that's definitely the stuff right there, man. You know, you talked about it, you know, all that practicing, all those games, create that uh, brotherhood. So definitely really love that there, man. Uh, you know, earlier while we were talking, you mentioned that you wanted to uh, get drafted. Uh, you know, what is your sort of, I would say, target round to get drafted in when you enter the draft? Um, Honestly, just to get an opportunity is my biggest thing. You know, being a, a junior college kid, that's just one of the main things that you put an emphasis on. I just want an opportunity. So whatever God allows me to get drafted, whether it's the first round, the seventh round, whichever path that he opens up for me, I'm open for it. I just, I just want an opportunity. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, the opportunity, if you're able to see that, you know, always you'll have you'll have success in the league. We've seen it with a bunch of guys, uh, you know, in the past couple of years. So definitely agree there, man. Uh, you know, staying on the topic of uh, being drafted and, th- and the uh, NFL, is there anyone currently in the league that you sort of, you know, model your personal game after or that you look up to that plays? Um, I really like Roquan Smith for the Bears. Uh, I've been following him since he's been at Georgia. Um, and he just plays phenomenally at the linebacker position uh, from uh, his speed to his uh, intelligence, awareness, and his physicality. I, I just love that about him. Um, I, I'm also a Packers fan, so, you know, I admire uh, Zadarius Smith, his um, pass rushing techniques. And he also came from um, East Mississippi Junior College in Mississippi. So to just know, the, you know, where he's from, where he's been, and how he's dominating in the NFL just really inspires me. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, a guy like the Darius Smith definitely, you know, brings up uh, what we were talking about, you know, seizing the opportunity. He was able to do that. And, you know, I remember back uh, playing Madden when he was like a 54 overall a couple of years ago. And now he's like one of the best path rushers in the league. You know, it's definitely crazy, you know, show that anyone can pretty much get the opportunity if they really work for it in the NFL. Uh, kind of shifting gears back towards uh, more about your own personal experience on the football field. Obviously, you know, being a linebacker, you're put into a lot of moments that uh, are game changing. You know, you got to make those crucial tackles get those crucial interceptions. How would you say that pressure on the field affects you as a player? Um, honestly, I just, in every game, I try to anticipate making a big play, uh, whether it's, you know, interception, a pass breakup, a tackle for loss or a sack or something to get the momentum. It's just something that you got to go in anticipating it's going to happen and having belief in yourself that when it you do get put in the opportunity for, to make that play that you will make it. And so like everything comes with practice and preparing yourself prior to the game. So like from Monday, when you're watching film on the opposing team, you should already be in visualizing making a play that coming Saturday. So that's one thing I try to do just, you know, uh, while I'm watching film or I'm taking notes down of the opposing team, just me visualizing, making big plays in the game, and that tends to happen. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, always got to visualize uh, the big plays on the field. Uh, is there any moment uh, you've had with Tulane where, you know, that sort of come to life, where you've had to make the big play on the field, had to get that big tackle? Um, It's been so many games. Uh, <laughs> off to just the top of my mind, um, we played Temple a couple of weeks ago and I ended up having 14 tackles. Um, it was a fourth down play in that game. Uh, the fourth quarter had just started and Coach Chris called a timeout and he was like, um, if guys, if they score, 
just be expected for them to go to go for two. And I told him, I said, Coach, they're not gonna score. And he was like, I know I'm just it's just something that I gotta, you know, let y'all know. And so I think that third down, the quarterback sprinted out and I tackled him at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think that was second down. And then the third down, they ran like a jet sweep and it was like fourth and one. And they came out in an unbalanced set with one running back to the field. And something just told me they were running speed sweep. I mean, a speed option. I'm watching their film, watching their tendencies. Uh, they overset the boundary. So I just knew, I just knew it was coming. And the quarterback snapped it, ran to the field. He tossed it to the running back and I just hit him for like a three-yard loss. And it was just phenomenal to be able to like know that was coming and just make a play and watching my teammates just hoop and holler. It, it, it was great. It was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, that's a very exhilarating moment, man. I mean, watching the film, being able to go out on the field and execute that, it definitely sounds like an amazing moment, especially in front of such a big crowd. And, you know, obviously playing for a school like Tulane, you always have a rowdy crowd with you. Uh, you know, when you're on, when you're in away games or at home games also, what has been the craziest atmosphere that you've played in so far throughout your uh, career at Tulane? The craziest atmosphere was had to be Memphis last year being in the Liberty Bowl and the fans being so close to the bench. And it, it, it was crazy. They was, they was rowdy. They was, they were talking, they were talking trash. But, <laughs> but I mean, it was just a crazy atmosphere. That and also last year when we played Auburn. But it's crazy to say Memphis fans were more rowdy than Auburn fans. Like really? Auburn fans, they were loud. The stadium was loud. Um, and just playing at the SEC level uh, versus them, it was, it was pretty good. But, Memphis fans on a different level like they were they were going crazy and then the fact that they were so close was just crazy did you was there any point uh during that Memphis game where you wanted to you know maybe turn around and kind of yell back at the fans because I know personally I don't play football but if I was dealing with that on the sideline I would definitely lose my temper I'd have to say that oh I mean like I always just you know laugh at it because I mean it's entertaining to me to just you know just see, like, just see how, you know, they react. Um, but I mean, it, it was just, it was just something I was just, I was just laugh about, you know, because a lot of times everything that's going on on the football field, you know, sometimes the fans don't completely understand everything that's going on. So, you know, it's just like one of those things where I, I knew what was going on in the game. So I, it's just, it just was funny to me. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it sounds like a very, uh, very interesting experience uh, per se uh, at this Memphis game. And, you know, kind of staying on the topic of uh, rowdy crowds, obviously with uh, COVID, you know, the uh, crowd setting has kind of been uh, diminished this year, you know, with some teams uh, not having fans, some having fans, but not uh, maximum capacity. Uh, what do you miss the uh, sort of, you know, big, big crowds? Or are you kind of enjoying the, uh, you know, sort of uh, mellow crowds, you know, not having to worry about those uh, rowdy fans? Playing on the defensive side of the ball, you live for the crowd noise. So it's been a different type of season not having that. And um, here at Tulane, after every win, we run to the student section and jump in the stands. And that's something I really miss, especially being a Packers fan and the Packers have the Lambo leap. I, it's just something that, you know, I love doing last year. And it's just something I miss. But, I mean, we got to be protected. So, yeah, I'm not complaining. 
Oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, you know, that sounds awesome, you know, being able to run to the student section. Uh, personally, I have to say, if I was a fan, you know, I definitely would miss that as well, you know, being able to, uh, you know, get hype with the players after a big win for sure, man. Uh, you know, kind of staying uh, more on the topic of uh, of your college career so far at Tulane. Obviously, Tulane is uh, located in New Orleans, you know, such a great city, you know, lots to do. Uh, what has been, you know, your favorite activity outside of football, you know, maybe to do on campus or off campus at uh, Tulane? Um, it's an area in New Orleans called the Fly, and it's basically like a big grassy area area that overlooks the Mississippi River. And just going out there with my buddies, tossing the football, sitting there talking uh, alongside the water, it's, it's been one of my favorite experiences. And also Mardi Gras, just being able, cause like I'm from Mississippi, <clears throat> but, and we, we celebrate Mardi Gras, but I've never like, been in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. So my first time being down here, just seeing like people from all over the world. Like I didn't know that it was, it was like that, but that was definitely a great experience. Um, but like the whole city of New Orleans is phenomenal. Just the cultures down here, the different people, the food, um, it's always something to do down here. I mean, it's been kind of slow due to COVID, but aside from that, I, I really love it down here. Yeah, man, definitely sounds like a great experience uh, at Tulane and in New Orleans for sure. Uh, you know, kind of wrapping uh, our episode up for today, uh, one last question that I wanted to ask you is, for fans out there of Tulane, what should they expect from you guys uh, for the end of this season and next season? Um, Expect us to continue to be on the rise. Expect us to go to a bowl game this year um, and win the bowl game. Uh, Tulane has never in the history of the school been to back-to-back-to-back bowl games. And that's something that we want to continue to do, um, continue to bring a new tradition of a winning football program to Tulane, continue to excel um, and be great student athletes and continue to pack Yeoman Stadium out and give y'all something to watch when y'all come, man. Roll wave. Hey, y'all Y'all heard that Tulane fans, you know, expect big things these next two seasons from Tulane for sure. Uh, but with that, I want to thank you, Nick, for being able to hop on the show today, man, and talk with me today. It was a pleasure having you on. You have anything else you want to say before we sign off? Um, just thank you for having me. It was an honor to get on here and have this uh, great, great session with you. Um, and all glory to God, roll wave. Hey, you heard you heard the man. Uh, but I want to thank everyone for listening today. Like always, uh, we are very supportive of all of our listeners. And uh, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, be sure to follow our Instagram at QF Podcast so we can hit 7,000 followers by the end of the month. But with that, I want to thank everyone for listening today, and we'll see you guys next time.